Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Dom Giordano Show. Welcome in, everyone. So, uh, Dan, I think most people are going to be watching the Eagles tonight, not the Iowa caucuses, right? Although with our listeners, I'm not I think, sure. I think it's very the Eagles are kind of depressing right now. I'm not sure. I think the uh, you know the almost final results and all that will start to come in. Sometime in the second half. So it's going to be interesting to see the viewership tonight around that. All right, Stu Bykovsky, all-time great columnist. I think he's gone a little bit still a bridge too far, though. He's got his weekly column up, or he, he writes several a week, I guess. So enamored with Sherelle Parker, as I am enamored. And he goes through all the things she's done and what she is planning to do to make Philadelphia safe, and calls her, ultimately, law and order, and says, it's Frank Rizzo in a dress. All right. (laughs) I don't think quite that. Yeah, I don't think quite that, yes. But she does make mention, Dan, pretty keen eye by him, that, look, we love David O., but there was a screw loose there, I thought, Dan. I said it to him. I said it with him on the air. David O. was against stop and frisk. Terry stops, which can be done constitutionally. Well, if you don't do that, we know what's going to happen. And Sherelle Parker, the Democrat, if you remember, is in favor of Terry stops, constitutional stop and frisk. That's what you got to do. It's what they did in New York. So uh, we are seeing in motion with Sherelle Parker, I think, a pushback against lawlessness. But it's only going to come to a head, and Stu writes this too, and I've said it. You can see the handwriting on the wall. Derek Green, real nice guy, former city councilman, lawyer, uh, very allied with Sherelle Parker, I think is going to run for DA. He said some pretty aggressive things before about Krasner and what could be done to blunt Krasner. And I think when he runs in 2025... The Democrat primary, which usually determines the winner, is May of 2025. So it's a year and change away. I think Sherelle Parker will back him. And then we are finally going to have it on here between Krasner and Sherelle Parker. Hard for me to say he'll win. I mean, you think, Dom, come on. Who in the world supports Krasner? Well, they still do. He's got the black ministers groups. He's got these progressives who just love how he's experimenting, like it's a giant test tube with stuff. He's got some in the media. 
and people that just don't connect the dots and see how malevolent this guy is. So um, be looking out for this all to happen, that this is going to uh, come down here. I know that's a while off. It's over a year off, but you're going to see the battle intensify. And Krasner's not going to stop it just because you say to stop it. He's going to have to be defeated. So we'll be all in on that when it happens. But along the way, what you have to do, you have to win hearts and minds of people that voted for Krasner. You have to chip, chip, chip away. And I I think you're going to see that Sherelle Parker is making Philadelphia, I don't know about great again. By the way, we played you that cut of Trump today, and I'm so glad to hear him say that. I predicted that. Uh, You know, keep America great again. Yeah. He was right. You know, it's blah. It's make America great again. You only get one shot in an all-time branding statement like that. You only get one shot. You can't keep on coming up with something as good. So he knows that that's where he went back to it. Then he's got to spin it. Well, it's not great now because Biden's president, et cetera. All right. So uh, one, uh, one other thing. California retail stores, Dan, I have not seen this here, but I'm asking listeners, maybe they've seen it, are now locking up underwear. California stores in many places, the Bay Area, but even beyond the Bay Area, Target, Walmart, have locked up underwear and socks, frustrating customers who have to wait for assistance to receive their desired undergarments, says Fox. Here's the thing. This is another one of those things like inflation. People notice that retail theft is driving up cost, is just blatant, and then on top of it, we're starting to put almost everything under lock and key, and they're not going to stand for that, whether they're in the suburbs or they're in Philadelphia. And this is the issue to make hay with on Krasner. Homicide is something people think, doesn't really affect them day to day. But everybody has a sense of what's happening with retail theft. They know that Krasner is telling his people not to prosecute it. Here in California, even Newsom is talking about a crackdown. And this is just what progressives want. They want to dismiss this. They want to say it's poverty. They want to say you're making too big of a deal out of it. They want to say, well, why don't the corporations do something about it? And they're saying just enforce the law. That Macy's lawsuit we talked about last week, if it ever fully comes to fruition, Dan's working to get the attorneys on, and it just is stunning to me that Macy's, Macy's could be the one to be sued because they had 250 instances of retail theft at least in the year that we know of. Why are they responsible? It's the laws in Philadelphia, or lack of laws, and also police who were deficient under Daniel Outlaw. I don't think that's going to happen under Sherelle Parker. Now, I know people are going to be slow, and I get it, to come around to this because of the fact you've been through Kenny, Krasner's still there, you've been through Outlaw, you know about progressive Philadelphia City Council. But I slightly agree with uh, Stu Bykovsky that for a Democrat particularly, Sherelle Parker is definitely law and order. That doesn't mean she, you know, knocks out uh, engagement with the community and having the community talk about policing there and all that. It just means that 
She's rational. We're not going to continue this nonsense here in Philadelphia. Now in New York, they're still continuing it. In Chicago, they've enhanced it. They're doing more of it. But it seems to be that here in Philadelphia, people, enough people, realize that this has gone way too far. And I think retail theft, shoplifting, is the thing that strikes a chord. People see this. They see the enormity of it. They just see how wrong it is. They just say, no, this can't be. You can't allow this to go on. All right, let's go to um, 855-839-1210 is how you get in. I think you'll see more and more of the change. Look, it's early. It's only been a few weeks. But when they start moving on Kensington, I think you're going to see this battle go on. And uh, I would think this is just uh, a great start for Sherelle Parker. Frank Rizzo in a dress. You know, we're in a different age. You don't need Frank Rizzo. You could have someone who engages the community but supports the cops. It's a pretty common sense approach. It's pretty simple. The problem is you have significant numbers of progressives who don't want that, and they're going to fight you to the death. And you have George Soros who wants to uh, upend the country, and he's doing it marvelous. Oh, let, let me play the other prosecutor I'm thinking. I think I had Soros backing. Here is Fannie Willis. Now, this woman, again, is shameless going to church to talk about the fact that allegations. She gave, what was it, $600,000 as a special prosecutor to allegedly her boyfriend, who is a personal injury lawyer. What does he know about prosecuting Trump? She goes to the well of the church, and she uh, invokes both the gender and the race card. I think this is called the Big Bethel. John Morgan? Yeah, not John Morgan, no. Now using the John time. Yeah, John Morgan coming. Hey, what do I do here with Trump? I like Trump. It's John time. Yeah, it's John time. Here is Fanny time. And this tells me there's no way you could cross this one off the books. I don't know how many counts that is in Atlanta. This one is not going to be something Trump has to worry about ultimately. Listen to the prosecutor. We are at a time in history, people. Hear me on this. We are at a time in history when you can no longer sit back and just let other folks do it. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and save the world. The Lord is completing us. We are not perfect. We need your prayers. We need to be allowed to stumble. We need grace. With that kind of support, we will move mountains and do Jesus' will. Stumbling all the way. All right. uh, Grace appears to be, Dan, based on the allegations, because nothing's been proven yet, but there's a trail here. Grace to Fannie Willis appears to be, given this personal injury lawyer, apparently your boyfriend, over $600,000. That's Grace. We can't expect it to be perfect. Why don't I get Grace here? As I continue to attack Trump, this case in Atlanta, for this reason and a multitude of others, is not going to be anything that sinks Trump or comes close to it. The one he's got to worry about, a far superior opponent, is Jack Smith, who is somebody to be reckoned with here, who will do anything. 
And the Mar-a-Lago case, in my judgment, is the one where there will be a substantive battle there. The others, getting inside the mind of Trump on the January 6th riot and things of that. By the way, over the weekend, the pro-Palestinian mob got through the fence at the White or part of the fencing at the White House. They were marching on the White House. That oh. was not an insurrection. Not though. what? No. Not no. Wow. That is not. An, I looked it up. Wow. That I googled it. Like Probably that. New definition. Yeah, I looked. I googled it. Just like that uh, female flight attendant or um, instructor. Uh, <laughs> I missed the cue. Look, dog. Yes, I. I, I uh, what a producer. I, well, I googled it. Yes, I googled it too. <laughs> looked like an insurrection to me. Storming the White House, trying to get in there, get it biding this time, even though, but not an insurrection. Unbelievable. All right, let's go to uh, John in Ben Salem. Hey, John, thanks for the wait. Afternoon to you, John. Yeah, no problem. It's another John calling in. Um, it was uh, just time. a follow-up. John time, yes. Yeah. John. You never have enough Johns. I uh, forget who said that. Yes. John from John. Ben Salem. John, yes. Yeah, yeah, you're a John. Yeah. Well, well I tell people that uh, you get up in the morning and you go to the gym, not to the John. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that time with the, uh, the previous caller who talked about Tom Hanks and the movie Big, uh, that piano was actually made in Philadelphia by the uh, inventor uh, Ramo Saracini, whose birthday, in fact, is today. Oh. And uh, uh, I was asked by the company that I was working for to, to go into the shop and, and build a piano for Ramo. Well, it turned out it was like two big black boxes and then uh, got taken down to his studio. And uh, from there, you know, he built the piano that went into the movie Big. Wow. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co-worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. That is a central part. You know, we've done uh, stuff before, Dan, when we talk about some movie prop or something that was in a movie like that. That right here, that's a big one. Is Remo still active? Uh, Yeah, in fact, he has a a Facebook page, so you can read about him. And uh, I believe he's still inventing, and and he also had uh, clouds that he was doing. 
and uh, and they would light up and do different things. He was pretty clever when when it came to electronics and sculpting. Very nice. Thank you, John. Never know who's out there. Uh, coming up, more of your calls, and I'll give you my thoughts. The rumor, more than the rumor mill, it seems to be happening. There seems to be a wave to film and develop Top Gun 3. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you why I think that's a mistake coming up. Really? And how do Philadelphia fans get caught up in the booing of a former general manager of the Chicago Bulls basketball team who was being put into their circle of honor in Chicago with the widow there? Why do Philadelphia fans have anything to do with that? I will explain that, too, uh, coming up and your calls with Dom and Dan on Talk Radio 1210. You know how on The View, everybody, it's tiresome. You can go after Joyless Joy, maybe even Whoopi. I go after Sonny Hostin, but there's this blonde newsreader, dope. They just have her read a page every day as the others are prattling on. It's on Gravy and Dan. Sarah Hines says that white kids should be made to feel bad while learning history it should make you feel bad. Okay. You know, I, but I, I, I think there's there's more to it than that. Look, I think what it is is that um, black history and other things, banning books, has been weaponized for political purposes to drive people to the polls based on outrage because my poor little white kid is feeling bad because he's learning about slavery. That's ridiculous. Learning about history should not make anybody feel bad. We learn about history. Well, it should make you feel bad. No, but it's important that it makes you feel bad. I don't think it should make you feel bad. I mean, I don't think a a white child uh, that's had nothing to do with slavery should feel bad about slavery. I think we need to learn history so that we don't repeat the same mistakes about history. And I, you know, today is... Today is is MLK Day. And what's happening around this country with black history, with banning books, is absolutely insane. And you've got, in the Republican primary right now, you've got Ron DeSantis, who wants to argue there is a positive side to slavery. You've got Nikki Haley, who can't even bring herself to utter the word slavery as the cause of the Civil War. And you've got uh, Donald Trump who wants to give Abraham Lincoln advice on how to negotiate slavery. So let me just be crystal clear. There. All right. So uh, let's go back to Haynes, the white woman, the dopey blonde here. So we got to make kids feel even Sonny Hostin for her own purposes didn't go there. Now, no one is banning books. No one is banning books, first of all. This is all inside school. Second of all, no. We're not going to have critical race theory. No, we're not going to have just oppressor oppressed. I I read a great piece over the weekend at Substack, at Free Press, Dan. 93-year-old guy, and I didn't know this, who was an entertainment lawyer and apparently a gifted speechwriter who met Martin Luther King, I think, in the late 50s. Martin Luther King Jr. And um, by all accounts, because he doesn't go too far, he was one of the major people who helped to write the I Have a Dream speech, one of the five best of the last hundred years. King rifted some of that and wrote some of that. He provided some of the narrative, some of the structure of that speech. And what he said in this interview over the weekend on the anniversary of Dr. King Day uh, coming up was that uh, Dr. King was not on the side of what Hostin's talking about there, and certainly Haynes, 
And he called out uh, Kenny, not Jim Kenny, Kendi, K-E-N-D-I, Ibram Kendi, the guy that makes $50,000 an hour race hustling, who says uh, he teaches at Boston University, that many students tell them, we never learned about slavery at all in school. That's a flat-out lie, a flat-out stupid lie. What public school do you know in the area that doesn't talk about slavery during the course of a kid at the high school level, maybe even before high school? But this idea we're back to again with this Haynes woman. Well, kids ought to feel bad about that. Just think, just think about the corrosive nature of this. Even Sonny Hostin has to correct on that, but then she has to tell us that people are trying to erase black history or the history of the United States or slavery. No, Ron DeSantis didn't do what she said there, okay? And DeSantis fought the uh, AP history course that was essentially teaching critical race theory. That's what it's about. That's what the battle is. They don't want to have that battle. And Nikki Haley was moronic in her response, true. Let's single people, different people out here. But nobody's trying to erase that in history books or anything else. The battle, let's face it, is about the transgender nonsense. Lawn boy and books like that. That's where the battle's joined. My goodness. Well, they ought to feel bad. Just think she's a mom. What a person wants their kid to feel bad in school. Why would a kid in fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, why would they make to feel bad about this? Why should they feel bad? Based on what? You feel bad for your own individual actions. No one's responsible for the actions of a group. 855-839-1210. You get on board. Side question today. Give us that uh, film. Now, Dan, one quick thing so I don't forget, too, uh, on the chat uh, with YouTube. Yeah, here. yeah. So, uh, Dom, I, 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 so Minnie wrote in a comment, and I, I just want to get it out there because we've been working behind the scenes. I, as a 10-year-old, I actually dressed as this individual for Halloween. Oh, boy. And uh, he's been a hero yeah. of mine for my entire life, almost. Uh, but it turns out tomorrow at 1 p.m., I'm going to let Donald Trump introduce him. Uh, should be joining us. Well, there are a lot of travel plans up in the air right now. But it's penciled in right now for 1 p.m. tomorrow. We'll be joining us. And another man who's a friend of mine, he's another one I'm not going to mess around with. He's uh, Knox County, Tennessee. Do you know Glenn Jacobs? Un- it goes by the name, goes by the name of Cain. Cain. Where is Cain? Where is, look at the size of this guy. Man, oh man. Tomorrow, 1 p.m., Mayor Glenn Jacobs joining the Dom Giordano program tentatively based on his travel schedule. But right now it's about 99% sure. Let's knock on wood here. That Kane will be joining us live on the Dom Giordano program. And he's a program. mayor and he's out there in Iowa supporting Trump. Yeah, yeah. And he's coming back strange... from Iowa tomorrow, though, okay. so that's where the yeah. problem comes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what a strange journey this has been. All right. Eight by, eight <laughs> by five. I you'd have Kane on the show talking politics. Yeah, with Trump. Yeah, right. From Iowa, maybe. 855-839-1210. That's uh, how you get on board. We're back to this again, this silliness. What any responsible person, why would I want any kid to feel bad in school because of something they didn't do? Now, their own feel bad, shame, or whatever for something they do. That's one thing. But why should a kid feel bad 
about American history. They didn't do it. Arguably, they weren't even here for most their their uh, even their family tree was not here in many regards for most of it. So why? They just can't give this up, though. Can't even hear what they're saying. To be corrected by Sonny Hostin is pretty bad. Tom Giordano's show. All right, side question today. A film or TV show series that warmed your heart. The ultimate in projection starting to develop. NBC reporting this, and they think this is a good thing. They say over the weekend... Donald Trump is sparking fears among those who understand the inner workings of the Pentagon that he could, would, if reelected, convert the nonpartisan U.S. military into the muscular arm of his political agenda as he makes comments about dictatorship, devalues the checks and balances. So this is the deep state. And here's more. Rather than just, just being talked about, they say... Various elements in the military intelligence community are coming together so that they can blunt Trump in office on day one. Now, some would call that a coup. In other words, on day one, they would determine we got to stop this guy. We're not waiting as we did the last time. And these are people that are unelected, appointed bureaucrats, uh, what we've learned to call the deep state. Meanwhile, we have an administration who has political prisoners in jail right now. Yeah, exactly. And uh, is unable to um, comprehend even what they're doing, at least the commander-in-chief. America's commander-in-chief, they write at NBC, has vast powers at his disposal, some well-known, others not so much, some lawmakers and pro-democracy advocates, where there may be nothing stopping a president from mobilizing the military to intervene in elections, police American streets, or quash domestic protests. The question would be, why did uh, Trump not do this the first time around? They have an answer ready for that. They claim there were people there clever enough to kind of fool him, delay him, and get him off the scent of being able to do this. Now, this is classic. Not only are they whispering this to the media but nbc says they're coming together to figure out and to formalize a plan on day one that would refuse the commander-in-chief now they claim of course refuse him from unlawful actions and uh, this tells me well they'll define just about anything trump comes up with as unlawful actions and act on it this is serious stuff And when it gets out there, Trump starts to talk about it. More people think, wait a minute, that's not right. I mean, those that have already made themselves believe Trump is the existential threat to, quote, democracy, their vote is already there. These other people hear this stuff, think, I don't know. I mean, why didn't he do it the first time around? Where's the evidence of this? They start to lump this in and say, again, as evangelicals are in Iowa. The federal government is not your friend, and they're weaponizing things against you. People of faith have taken that to heart. That's one of the biggest appeals that Trump has this time around to evangelicals. There's no doubt they're buying that. Now you have the media hammering these evangelicals, saying, well, wait a minute. Trump doesn't support you on the life issue. All right? How can you vote for this guy? 
So they're trying to use DeSantis in the... Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Six week ban to tarnish Trump, even though they think the six week ban, as I do, is out of line. And Trump does too. Right, let's go to Robert in Ben Salem. He's on Talk Radio 12. Ben. Hey, Robert, afternoon. How you doing, Dom? Good. It's good, good to talk to you again. Um, I really hope that that air traffic controller scrolled down when she Googled, because if not, that pilot landed by Wikipedia, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I Googled it. Isn't, isn't that the first thing that always pops up when you Google? That, I just hope she scrolled yeah, down. Yeah, that, that's exactly. Um, can you imagine, though, in a life and death thing, <laughs> landing a plane and she's arguing with this guy? Uh, it makes me feel so good. Um I was listening to the conversation you had uh, with the lady. I forget her name. I apologize about Vivek. And I love that conversation because I'm kind of on her side a little bit, but I definitely see what you're saying. And what I'm saying is what you used to say about Trump not being buttoned down, that's Vivek's only problem. He's just not buttoned down. I think that it's going to be an exciting race in 2028 between Vivek, Haley, and DeSantis. Well, um, yeah, I think he is a buttoned-up guy, but you know what? He doesn't have anybody, Robert, as we all need, that tells him when you're going too far, when you're you know, exceeding the smarter-than-the-room quotient, when you're just doing a hot take. Well, and, I Googled it. And, and don't you that think is- somebody would have said to him, look, you can't go around saying elect me president because I'm going to keep Trump out of jail and Trump's going to react well to that. Well, you're not also going to expect Republicans to get upset when a candidate says something that the mainstream thinks is outrageous either. Um, right. I just think it's a matter of refinement. Uh, Vivek's not ready, but I think he will be in 2028. But that's just my, you know, I'm looking forward to the race, you know. But um, 
I'm going to go out a little, maybe not outside of the box, but I'm going to go down memory lane a little bit with you, Don, because you're my age. Uh, Swiss Family Robinson. When I was a kid, I used to watch it over and over again because there was something about being marooned on an island and starting a new life that intrigued me that didn't have to do with Gilligan's Island. You know what I mean? <laughs> you guys have a great day, man. I appreciate it. Love it. You're stuck on the same it. island? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I interviewed the professor. It was really good. Uh, never got Tina Louise on the show. Had the professor on. He lived on an island in the bay off Seattle, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Would you ever you ever consider just buying an island and living off yeah, the grid? Of course. Now, yeah. yeah, it's been tarnished, of course, by well, Mr. Yeah. Epstein. Yeah. If you buy an island now. buying islands for everybody. Yeah, yeah that's right. Look like a pretty crummy island, too. I mean, it looked pretty barren, you know. God knows. Hey, while we're talking about crazy yeah. billionaires, what the hell's going on with Zuckerberg? Like building yeah. an underground fortress, feeding his, buying cattle, feeding them these hops, right. and there's, there's something weird going on with this guy, man. Is he? Well, when you're doing metaverse and all that, yeah, let's just hope he's distracted. He stays out of the election. Yeah. 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 That was pretty cunning the last time, though. To set up offices where you're voting, but nobody can take a look at them. Zuckerbucks. Yeah. $419 million, I think. Like what I'm digging at, though, man. Is he a conspiracy guy? Is he doomsday prepping? Oh, I'm sure he's yeah. got all kinds of And things. someone with that kind of money, that yeah. kind of elitism, if he's doomsday prepping? or Well, I don't there, see him as there? quite as demented as Bill Gates. Bill Gates, to me, is just, if he's fooling around with the sun, he's got to be put in jail. Yeah. yeah. If he's trying to diminish the sun, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Like now we've gone too far. No, he's you're not going not gonna to diminish the sun. Biden staffers, I'm not sure senior, how they do that in the White House, but across the West Wing, are going to walk out over Gaza. Mike Johnson says they ought to be fired. True. I mean, is it, was it yesterday, today? It doesn't matter. But we're right at 100 days. I think today's 100 uh, since the attack on October 2nd. And we see, you know, you got to give credit for the just sheer arrogance and just out of control. They're not going to give up on this. They just have to be put down and firing a couple hundred of them would be uh, right on point. Well, don't they have a right to protest? No, they're they're operating for taxpayers, shutting down the machinery of government, such as it is. So day 100, what have we learned out of all this? Well, we've learned once again, we knew it, but I mean, we see it illustrated the extreme nature of the uh, progressives in the Democrat Party. And we've gotten that, too. As funny as that, well, you can. I can't get enough. Drive real crazy with that. They're just sheerly, blatantly anti-Semitic up and down the line, and they're not going to give up. They stormed the White House, talking about insurrection over the weekend. We knew this, but I'm saying people that don't follow it or are moderate or whatever they are, even liberals, they saw how extreme this is. And it's grounded in the idea, we're going to keep doing this. What are you going to do about it? We're going to shut down bridges. Uh, We have a swastika painted on a Holocaust uh, memorial spot. Yeah, in downtown Philadelphia. Now, we don't know. You know, I'm not going to be one of those guys. We don't know if that group did it or somebody did it to mock that and sit. But by and large, we see the debate in Philadelphia. They don't like it when they have their rally, the pro-Palestinian mob. And they start that stupid from the river to the sea 
that people are saying that's anti-Semitic. Well, of course it is. It means no state of Israel. They don't want Jews there. They want them dead. I'd say that's anti-Semitic. That shouldn't count. How can you count that? That's only anti-Israel. So 100 days in, we've even seen the New York Times document the savagery of the attacks. Just the Neanderthal, medieval mentality. We're going to rape these women to make them unclean. Let's think about that mindset. And what I said then, when it came, well, we've, we've seen on this show, we've seen my own alma mater, a disgraceful institution called LaSalle University, a fraudulent institution. All the nonsense they did when they had various student groups, including the powerlifting club, sign off on that petition that was at Harvard uh, around this whole incident. They've given hauling statements. We've seen the pen, the head of Penn and the head of Harvard knocked out. And now more action being taken against big college. It's not enough yet. This is hand-to-hand combat with them. But that's what we've seen during these 100 days. And we've seen Biden not knowing what to do, scared to death of the progressive wing. I saw a thing over the weekend. He hasn't talked to Netanyahu in 20 days, at least by one guesstimate, at least 20 days. How could that be on a matter this sensitive? We see the continuing slanted coverage of what's going on in Gaza. We see the hostages for day 100 paraded out and saying maybe we'll let them live and maybe we won't. So fundamentally, we've seen this as clearly as we've ever seen it, for anybody that wants to pay attention, how anti-Semitic, how out of control these mobs and these representatives are. That's what we've seen in 100 days. And it will continue. They are at least willing to not lay down on any of this They will continue to be lawless if they're allowed. Was this a mostly peaceful protest at the White House? Now, it's not the fence that you're thinking. There's fencing that you have to get through before you get to the White House fence. But the Secret Service was alerted, marshaled a lot of them because they were afraid they were going to be in the White House grounds. That's what happened over the weekend. And it was a riot. Some would say an insurrection. The political part to this, though, is interesting. You're seeing movement away from Biden, even though he's been in the tank for progressive elements. And in a state like Michigan, I could see this could matter enough, the Muslim vote there, that it would be very helpful to Trump. I still have trouble picturing Trump winning Michigan again. I think it's more possible. I still say, push all the chips in. You win Pennsylvania, Mr. President. You're going to be president again. I think we are the show here. We are it, big time. Biden was uh, in Philadelphia again uh, this morning or over the weekend. He he met with the mayor, et cetera. He was just in Allentown on Friday. He's addled, but he gets it. He's saying, I'm going to win Pennsylvania. If I win Pennsylvania, I'm going to be president. All right? And I'm saying that's what Trump's got to say. You win Pennsylvania, you're going to be president. All things being equal, it would be an aberration if not. Whoever wins Pennsylvania is going to be president this time. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. Hit us with that TV show, series, or film that's heartwarming. 
That's the side question today. We have some uh, Dan time with Dom, too, coming up. And 2 o'clock, we're going to speak with Governor Mike Huckabee. Always a great uh, time to talk with him. He won Iowa in 2008, and he is the conduit to evangelicals extraordinaire. Would Sarah Huckabee Sanders be somebody Trump would consider? I think he is for VP. I don't sense that she's the top. I do sense Trump wants to have a woman this time around on the ticket, you know, based upon anything that you can get inside his mind. All right, and we've talked about Haley, et cetera. Haley brings a lot of baggage to this, though. A little too soon to tell. we got to see uh, after Super Tuesday, et cetera. They're running a strange program, y'all. It's Dan time. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. With Dom. That's right. It's that time of the afternoon that producer Dan takes over the Dom Giordano program for some Dan time with Dom. And Dom, big, big game tonight. Uh, we spent a little bit of time talking about it at the top of the show. But uh, Eagles taking on the Buccaneers in the wild card playoffs. And uh, ESPN did a big expose, and so did the Inquirer. And the final, final, final last line of the ESPN article, quote, I believe whatever happens Monday, a source said, the problems and issues are still there, hinting towards a potential firing of Nick Sirianni, even if we win tonight. Do you agree with that notion? No, I don't think so. If they win tonight... You think I, it saves his job? Yeah, I think it does. For I, I, I think uh, there's a slight possibility... But it would be in the next game if they play decently, even if they lose. Then no, I don't think they would do it. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're comp- you'd be comfortable though if we win, like say uh, NFC Championship. Is that, well, is that I, I don't like Nick Sirianni. I, I don't like him as he's coach. Terrible man. Like, yeah, you're, so you're 100% right for, on yeah, him. for like a year and a half, he is terrible, and uh, you're not going to make progress with him here. I'm saying though. They would give him another year, then they would fire him, probably. Uh, looking at some of the big numbers over the weekend for streaming, Dom, the holdovers is on there from Peacock. Got to suggest oh, it again. Yeah. What is the number? Uh, it's the fifth. Fifth highest uh, stream, wow. stream show over the weekend. Uh, number three still happens to be Reacher, which is a terrible show. I don't know mm. if you've watched it yet. I think Rose a fan, correct? A Reacher? Mm, no, I don't oh, think okay. so. It's, no. it's horribly written, horribly acted, but it's incredibly popular. I don't know why. Number one is Saltburn uh, from Prime Video. It's that film that I don't know why, but it absolutely, it, I have no interest in it whatsoever. It's uh, done by the same makers of Euphoria. Uh, True Detective from HBO Max, number four. But uh, the one I want to ask you about, and I want to know how it's going, because I haven't been able to watch it yet. Maisie's in her busy season, and she wants to watch it with me. Fargo. How's it going? Oh, it's great. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, they don't, you know, you cannot uh, binge watch it or whatever. But, yeah, I have not seen three major, both annoying and powerful personalities pitted against each other yeah the renegade sheriff um the woman who was his child bride and this uh female billionaire oh my god any yeah. movement in getting Rose to watch that with you no she can't she won't watch it uh timothy amundsen uh, one of rose uh, from one of rose favorite shows psych has come right. out and said that psych 4 is just waiting a green light to film they're all ready to go uh, is that something you'd be interested in watching with your I have Habits no of watching idea. Psych. And by the way, I mentioned uh, Top Gun 3. I'll ask you. I think that's a mistake. When something's good, you got to let it alone. What the heck are you going to do with Top Gun 3? Yeah, but it's to the point now where it's it's re- it's kind of been rebooted. they right? got to capitalize on Maverick. So how are they rebooting that? Well, I don't think I think it would just be, would it be Top Gun Maverick 2? 
It sounds kind uh, of. I guess so. I just get very like wary when something is uh, Da Vinci. You don't put mustaches on it. And then, know, just... sorry, yeah, yeah no, so I'm, I'm with you. I just see problematic stuff with that. And over on Disney Plus, Dom, I, I want to give a big suggestion for this. Aquafina and Sandra O oh, right. uh, appear in a show called Quiz Lady. It's a movie. Uh, where a girl is addicted to a Jeopardy-type show in which Will Ferrell plays the Alex Trebek, Alex Trebek role. And it's just a really good, feel-good film. And in there is a uh, cameo by uh, Pee Wee Herman, uh, who's mistaken as Alan Cumming. But Alan Cumming is that guy who's now the host of The Traders, uh, the new reality show that's a competition reality show. It's like the video game Among Us, where it's a murder mystery almost. Uh, it's been advertised on Peacock, though, and I'm just curious, are you aware of this show, and is this something that you would at all want to check out? No, uh, too little time and not enough interest I'd have to put. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we watched the first season. I do say it, it's pretty yeah. fun to follow along, but it gets kind of grating after a while. So I just am still looking out there. People are cowardly. You mean to say out of all of our listeners, nobody paid six bucks to go to Peacock just to see uh, Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes and allegedly a football game over the weekend. Six dollars? Is that much? Is that bad yeah, but we for know a what, price for a football game? Yeah, we know what that's leading to. Yeah. Yeah, we know what the NFL, they're all today. Brian Roberts, head of Comcast, who I like, I've interviewed him, saying, oh, this was a worthy investment, $110 million bucks that the NFL got. Glenn Macknell over on WIP at the end of his show on the weekend had a caller call in who was very involved with the media entertainment industry. I heard him, yes. You heard that. Yeah. And just said that this is uh, the inevitability of, you know, as people get off classic standard basic cables, they're going to be right. wanting to move over to Peacock and Comcast trying to get ahead of things is trying to get people over to that Peacock streaming service. Is it not just inevitable? Are we... Uh, just being curmudgeonly to be upset about it. Well, you, you put all those things out there. They're a highfalutin. The bottom line is the NFL, once again, knows that it's crack cocaine. They're going to make you do whatever they want you to do. And all the shots to Taylor Swift. No, it's really. Just so are are we thinking people are going to want to pay, uh, you know, another two, three, four, five hundred dollars ultimately to watch the Eagles, say? I would. Oh, I, I, I hate to say it, no, but if yeah. you're saying that if I the only way I can watch my yeah. Eagles is to get like right. something like an NFL Game Pass, and what he was saying is something like Peacock or these streaming services, they're all going to vie to have a league, you know, mm -hmm. uh, exclusive to their service. I mean, NFL I think is too big to do that, but like a major league soccer or such. But if the NFL were to go exclusive to a service and they cost it around four hundred dollars for a season, I hate to say it, but I'd be one of those schlubs that probably pay you to watch. All right, I just want somebody to call in and pay that uh, five ninety nine if they can explain them. I mean, what's your rooting interest, Kansas City and Miami? I'd watch it if it were on TV. Interesting matchup, but no, I'm not paying to watch it. Really? Then you got to remember, I, and I, I, a lot of people forget to drop the subscription and the whole deal. Yeah. Well, you got to do the thing that I do where you sign up and then cancel it immediately. True. Okay, you, know? you can do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You sign yeah. up and then yeah. instantly cancel it. Can you do it that with Peacock? I think you can, yeah. Okay. Yeah, do it through your phone right. and then just... And then what it does is it'll just it'll stop working on that given date, the 30 days or whatever, all and right. it won't automatically charge you. That's all I got for Dan time today, Dom. All righty. Coming up, we're going to talk with a guy uniquely qualified. Governor Mike Huckabee won Iowa in 2008 and uh, deeply connected to the evangelical world. More and more of the media, they're not giving up on this, straining themselves. How do these people see Trump?
How can they justify Trump? We're back to that again as he's poised, I think, for a humongous win tonight. And the caucus type of thing. How do we get here that we let this little state with this weirdo thing, the caucus and extreme weather, determine pretty much the fate of a lot of candidates? Doesn't make any sense. It ought to be Pennsylvania, someplace like that, that holds the initial election. Dom G. Udano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.